0: Average Boy, he's average boy, he's average boy, look out, he's back, with shoes untied and his ears slicked back, taking life on one day at a time, Average Boy and Jess bringing the
1: rhyme. Welcome to episode 50 of the official Average Boy podcast. I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the tantalizing, torching,
0: twisty tower thrower of terror. Wow, uh, that might have been your best moniker ever. Uh, And I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. I'm also guessing you are learning T-words this week. Terrific.
1: Total thanks towards you, thespian of tongue twisters. I'm really excited about this episode because... It's our 50th podcast, and we're finally going to get to the topic all our listeners have been waiting for. Why do they put stitches on a baseball?
0: Oh, um, well, that—that no, that, what a great memory you have, Bob. I think we brought up that topic about 20 podcasts ago, uh, but never threw ourselves into the discussion. Get it? Through? Through? Today, however, we're talking about rest and how it's important to pause and rejuvenate our minds and bodies. Oh, um, okay.
1: Like I said, today we're talking about rest and pausing to uh, re, re- rejuvenate our mind and body. Jesse, I really thought we could talk about baseball. You know, can we? Can we? Can we take a pause on the pausing topic? I, I I
0: really need to learn how to be a good pitcher in the in the next few days. Lay-ball! Why the rejuvenated interest in baseball? See how I worked in one of the words of our topic here? <laughs> I did. You you really threw me for a curveball on that one. <laughs> you see what I just did there? I, I saw. And I think you just answered your own question. Oh, I love when I do that. Um, but what, what was the question? The one about stitches on a baseball. You know, every baseball is covered with 108 stitches that are raised above the surface of the ball. So when the ball spins, the stitches, like, grab the air, and that's what makes it curve. You know, scientifically speaking, as the ball spins, the stitches decrease the amount of friction with which it travels through the air. But without the stitches, a baseball wouldn't go as fast or travel as far or curve as much as it does. The stitches also help the pitcher grip the ball and spin it, which adds to the amount of curve and dip and of course the stitches hold the cover onto the baseball okay wow all that science talk probably just made our interest level of our listeners dip well we can't have that and I know exactly how to turn that around a Jesse joke
1: oh no oh
0: yes and I have lots of jokes about baseball in my file like why did the baseball player only spend five minutes in the library it was a shortstop. <laughs> which, which baseball player makes pancakes the batter Or or what did the glove say to the ball? Catch you later. We'll have lots more.
1: Okay, rest and rejunk the nation topic it is. We'll stick with
0: that. Okay, uh, rejuvenation. Rest and and rejuvenation. You know, it's a very important topic because a lot of people don't take time to rest their body and minds. You know, if it prevents any more Jesse jokes, then I'm in.
1: And and actually, the story I want to share may be able to cover both of our topics now that I think about it. I just have one question before we go on. Uh, What's that? What is rejuvenation? I, I, I know what rest is, but
0: what is rejuvenation? Is, is that a country for juveniles? Well, I was hoping you'd ask because you know I love words. A rejuvenation is the restoration of a youthful appearance to something. Oh, like my mom does on Sunday mornings,
1: uh, sort of. One Sunday, my mom woke up. Then she put on an old person mask and went into the kitchen to scare me and my brother and also to get a cup of coffee. She then went back into her bedroom to get ready for church, or at least I thought that's what was going on. After she came back out of her bedroom and her hair was fixed up and she had makeup on, I told her, I was like, you look really pretty, Mom. I don't know why you wore that old person mask when you first got up. Oh, no. Yeah. Turns out she wasn't wearing a mask at all. She was just really tired looking. But then she got a shower, she put on some makeup, and pow, rejuvenation. Yeah, that's how you—
0: How did you put it? Restoring something to a youthful look. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I bet that was a painful way to get a story that would go with today's podcast, but it is a good example. When you're overtired, it tends to show on your face. People get bags under their eyes. They get wrinkles. Oh, my neighbor's bulldog must be super tired then because <laughs> that dog looks like a raisin spent a week in a hot bath. <laughs> wrinkles everywhere. <laughs> That's a, your point's a good one. You know, When you rest and you eat healthy and keep your skin clean, you can rejuvenate your face, mind, and body. Uh, But uh, what does this have to do with baseball? You know, now that I think about it, it has everything to do with it. For the
1: past two weeks, we've been playing baseball in P.E. at school. Uh, The P.E. teacher divided us up on teams to play for the entire month. It it was supposed to teach us teamwork and how to work together or something like that. I, I don't know. I got distracted because that butterfly that I talked about in episode 46, that butterfly floated back by. Or at
0: least I think it was him. It, it didn't stop to chat. I don't think it was the same one, but but maybe the butterfly was there to help you catch some fly balls. You do
1: have a lot of baseball jokes. Anyway, I was excited because we got the best pitcher in our entire class on our team. Oh, uh, Trent, right? No, it was Sarah. Her fastball looks like... um. It looks like a Bigfoot photo, (laughs) just a quick blur. So she won the first week of games for us. Well, actually, I helped. How did you help? Uh, Okay, she won the first week of games for us. The other team was getting really frustrated, so much that I thought maybe we should do a podcast on being a good sport even when you lose, you you know, for the other team to listen to.
0: But then something really bad happened. Uh, The teacher switched up the teams, right? No. Sarah's arms started hurting. Oh, you know, I was actually going to ask about that because I know a lot about baseball, and it suggested that young pitchers should only throw between 75 and 85 pitches in a day, and then they're supposed to rest like three or four days after that to, to rest their arms.
1: Well, she threw all week. That's like eight, nine days. I don't know. Then her arms started hurting. The PE teacher said we needed a new pitcher, so that's when I stepped up to the plate. Actually, I stepped up to the pitcher's mound, and you know what happened? Half the PE class got really excited. Oh, which half? Uh, The other team. Uh, They were cheering and high-fiving. Jesse, they were very encouraging. Oh, I bet. So how did your pitching go? Uh, Not too bad. At at first, I was worried about getting the ball to stay right over home plate and not go too far to the left or the right. And how did that go? It went great. Uh, My first three pitches rolled right over the top of home plate. So all I had to do was raise the ball up about two feet so it could go through the strike zone. My fourth pitch went super far. Oh, man, that's great. Actually, not really. Uh, Mason hit the ball over the fence. You know, I like to encourage other people, but this was over the top,
0: or or I guess over the fence. (laughs) Well, I hope you didn't pitch a fit when Mason hit your fastball. Oh, wow. (laughs) Your joke was bad, but
1: that compliment was nice, you know, calling it a fastball. Thanks. Later, Mason said the hardest part about hitting the home run was waiting on the ball to get to the plate. So I knew I needed to work on my fastball. I also thought if I could learn some different pitches that I would be
0: a force of nature. So about that curveball, you got any tips for me? Well, we'll get to that in a bit. But, But you said your story would cover both topics we wanted to talk about. So what does rest and rejuvenation have to do with that?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So Xander was up to bat. I first tried throwing him a knuckleball, but I didn't really know how to do that pitch either. In fact, I felt really bad for any worms that might be crossing between me and home plate. I just could not get that ball to stay up in the air. So I switched back to my fastball, and, um, well... Uh, You know what? I think we should take a rest from the story and take a question from a listener. I think that might uh,
0: rejuvenate us all. It sounds like you don't want to tell the rest of the story, but it's always good to take a break and answer a listener's question. So do you have one in mind? I do. Cole W. asks Hi, A.B. Are you ever going to make a book three? <laughs> well, Cole, we have got some news for you. Uh, actually, uh, well, we, we don't have news for you, Cole, at least not yet. Uh, but we're getting close. So, uh, Bob, is there another question we can answer? Oh,
1: okay. Uh, oh, yeah, there is. Uh, in fact, we have an audio message from Diana who called our phone line and left us a question. So let's listen. I really want you all to do a video on purpose, please. Thanks, Diana. I I think a video on purpose is a great idea. Knowing why you were created can help you stay focused. Like we talked about in our podcast about chores, our purpose as followers
0: of Jesus is to serve him and bring him glory with everything we do. You know, because we are dearly loved children of God, it's God that gives our life purpose and hope. When oh, kids don't know Jesus, they may feel like their life is, you know, meaningless. Like, what's the purpose of math? <laughs> <laughs> I've wondered that too. You know, and maybe that's what Diana is getting at with her question. You know, our purpose is found in Jesus. He created us with a plan and purpose. We need to learn math so we can do our best in life. And as we gain knowledge and skills, we discover how God created us. We all have unique abilities, so we never know how God is going to use us. Uh, but Bob. Yeah, Jesse? I think the purpose of you answering listener questions was to keep you from finishing your story. So can we get back to that? Okay, fine. So,
1: Xander was at the plate. We were behind, but the other team had two outs, and the class still had about 15 minutes left. We needed to get Xander out so we could bat and still have a chance to win.
0: Ooh, uh, this kind of suspense would make for a
1: good movie. Yeah, or hopefully a good podcast episode. Anyway, my knuckleball wasn't working, and I didn't know how to throw a curveball, so I was going to have to throw another fast or slow ball pitch of mine. So I did my windup. However, halfway through my windup, I remembered something. I'm not just some average kid. I'm super average, right? So I decided to try a curveball. Unfortunately, like I said, I was halfway through my pitch, so this made the ball go all twisty and sort of lob over the plate. Xander hammered it with the bat. The ball hit the ground right in front of the pitcher's mound where I was standing. Right then, I remembered that Billy had asked me last summer what a screech owl sounded like. So I decided to take that moment and show him. The ball then bounced over my head, and Sarah caught it. Oh, that's great, but she still had to throw it to first base if you guys were going to get Xander out. Wow, you do know a lot about baseball. Here's why I didn't want to tell the end of this story. Sarah grabbed the ball and started to throw it to first base, but she winced in
0: pain, and she just held on to the ball. Oh, yeah, you know, her arm was probably so hurt from overusing it and not resting it enough. You know, I never thought I'd say this about one of your stories, but all this is making sense. Uh, go, go on. Uh, you, you know what, Jesse? Maybe we should take a few more questions from our listeners. Yeah, you're stalling again, Bob. Look, finish the story, and then I'll tell you how to learn how to throw a curveball. Okay, Xander
1: was headed toward first base, and I could see that Sarah was in pain, but I got caught up in the competition. So I'm embarrassed to say this, but I yelled, throw it, throw it, throw it now! Oh, well, did she? She did. And did she get him out? Her throw looked like one of my knuckleball pitches. It just rolled in the dirt. And Sarah let out a whimper. Her arm was so hurt. They took her to the nurse, and you're right. The nurse said that she had something called... Pitcher's elbow, which is an injury commonly caused by strenuous pitching, I guess. I actually wrote it down so I could get it right for you guys. Anyway, the nurse said that she'd be
0: okay, but the pitcher's elbow required a lot of rest. Yeah, you know, pitcher's elbow is a serious injury that can be prevented by following our topic today. Right. Learn how to throw a curveball. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, torquing your arm to throw a curveball when you're too young can cause an injury if you don't have the right coaching and mechanics. Uh, But what I was talking about was the importance of resting your body and your mind so you can rejuvenate yourself. You know, we've already talked on this podcast before about how God wants our best. If you're sluggish and fatigued, you know, chances are you're not going to be at your best. And God knew that at the beginning and, and even led by example after creating the world. You know, Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 and 3 says, By the seventh day, God had finished the work he'd been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all of his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. You know, even God knew it was important to rest. Just like we need to power down our phones
1: every once in a while, I guess we need to shut down our mind and our body and and just rest. And sometimes in that quiet time, that's when God shows up the strongest. You know,
0: it's weird, but sometimes God is in the quiet. Oh, just like the prophet Elijah found out in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 9 through 13. You know, Elijah had done some amazing things for God, and then he felt pretty bummed out and discouraged. But when he rested in the cave and waited on God, he heard from God and knew what to do next. Uh, But, Bob, you're so busy with new adventures, I'm surprised you had a chance to find out that God sometimes speaks to us when we're still. Uh, But you're right about that, too. I get what you're saying. Life can be so busy, filled with school, friends, video games, activities,
1: uh, that I do sometimes forget to slow down, rest, and get focused on God. Just like Sarah should have rested her arm, we need to rest everything. In fact, I'm going to do that right now while you tell me how to throw a curveball.
0: Oh, um, now that I think back, I said I'd tell you how to learn how to throw a curveball. Okay, so go ahead. Well, look it up on a video and practice every day. Yeah, Ah. Just be sure to get plenty of rest as well. And with that, it's time to end today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. I
1: sort of feel tricked, but it was funny.
0: (laughs) Well, if you haven't heard our other podcasts, which are also funny, go back and listen to them at AverageBoy.org. At that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures in Average Boy story every month. That's right, and you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy
1: Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two.
0: They're filled with advice, biblical wisdom, and big laughs. Speaking of big laughs, we'd love to hear more jokes from our podcast fans. You can message us at AverageBoy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call, because we might use your comment, joke, or question on a future podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Okay, I'm
1: going to go rest now.